What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. I just want to start off by saying that um, today is March 30th, right? My birthday is in approximately one month and 14 days. Okay. So, um, I did not, I was not able to celebrate my birthday for real last year. We did go to the park, but so this year I plan on turning up. Also, I'm, um, I'm going to have all my, I'm not too ashamed to ask for gifts or, um, generous donations as I call them. Uh, <laughs> so I definitely will have like all my, um, different, you know, platforms of, um, sending money. I'm going to post it. I'm not. I am that person. I don't have cash. You know, I commend you because I be too ashamed. I'm like, I don't because one year I got like almost a hundred dollars off my cat, and I ain't even have nearly as many followers as I got now. But I was like, I ain't gonna do it. But some somebody actually sent me thirty five dollars, not unsolicited. It's somebody who I always be sending little random stuff to. But I'm like, dang, maybe I should put my cash up. I don't know. Put it up. I'm telling you, you blocking your blessings, queen. <laughs> no, that's what's up though. Yeah, your birthday is right around the corner. All we gotta do is get through April. We ain't even in April yet. You already talking about your birthday. Dang. We in Aries season. Anytime Aries season, because I don't really know no Aries and Aries don't really count. All right. Well, happy early birthday. And when the time comes, we'll wish you another one. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna start the episode off with the black business of the week. Now, this business in particular, I have not um patronized just yet but i have heard good things about them and i also um learned of them from another podcast and once i run out of these items i will be trying them out but it's called true laundry detergent the instagram is the true products they specialize in plant-based laundry products okay y'all they have laundry detergent they have fabric softener you name it check out their instagram it's the true products and then their website is the trueproducts.com. Like I said, it is black owned. Clearly, I wouldn't even be talking about them. They wasn't, but I heard about them on the friend zone podcast. And as soon as I run out of laundry detergent on my end, because I bought a whole bunch, you know, sometimes Target be like, buy three, get a $10 gift card. So I bought three, and I'm like, I'm never gonna not need laundry detergent. So when I run out, I will try out this company. Um, me. anytime I see a like a deal, because uh, I think I went to Kroger one time randomly. And I normally don't buy products like that from Kroger, but they had like this um, sale on toothpaste and I use Arm Hammer toothpaste, toothpaste. And it was like 99 cent for the big thing of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. I got about 10 of them. Yeah, as you should. I've been using my friend Sam Club membership. I'm talking about, I ain't never going to be out of deodorant no time soon. No gummies, no slight stuff that you go, like you literally need for the rest of your life. It, it only makes sense. Just get all of it. Now, obviously, if it can expire, you don't want to do that. But a lot of that stuff you can have for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a try. I do have a lot of laundry detergent because right before I moved in, uh, Walgreens had that same sale. <laughs> uh, and it was like, you get three bottles of, um, I, use, I also use Arm & Hammer um laundry detergent so the one that i use which is the oxyclean one um that one was on sale Ooh, i love oxyclean let me tell you something i got a terrible stain on myself just by spraying the oxyclean i ain't have to follow up with nothing else. i just sprayed it blinked my eyes and it was gone let me tell you something about that um don't sleep on dollar tree let me tell you about that that awesome spray that they sell. That um, oh, awesome that. is that girl? That's what the cleaning people be using when they when I used to work in retail. The cleaning people used to always have this big awesome concentrate, and they would mix it with their mop water and the MBA one. 
Awesome literally cleans everything. Like I have carpet in my living room, unfortunately. And whenever I had I, my client, my friend, she brought her baby over to my house to get her makeup done. And the little girl was eating Skittles. And in my head, I said, this ain't gonna end well. I already feel it. And I was yeah. just like trying to watch her and do makeup at the same time. But I'm like, let me just hurry up and get her out of here. Yeah. So, um, long story short, girl had blue Skittles all on my couch. She had blue Skittles on my carpet. And I literally sprayed it with that awesome spray and just wiped it from the carpet and the couch. And it came off. I'm surprised you don't have a no kids policy. See, this was like one of my friends. So okay, I did, gotcha. you know, I've been the rules a little bit, but obviously yeah. you can be in the rules for your friends because that's your business. Mm-hmm. Literally. Let's move on to shop talk. Um Man, my- y'all don't remember what we finna talk about. We finna talk about that little Nas X video. Yes. So what go ahead, tell tell the people what your feelings is looking like. I hate that I'm the only gay person on this um podcast, so I have to automatically start it off. Um, what the freak that supposed to mean? I'm an ally. I don't believe in those. Um, oh, <laughs> say less. I was just playing. Um, so I think that everybody at this point knows that Lil Nas X has a background of trolling. He can't. That's just you know how he was introduced to the internet. I mean, a lot of us didn't know him prior to him becoming a music artist, but before that, he was an internet troll. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, different accounts trolling. So, I don't think that nothing has changed. Like, this is just his way of um, coping through life. You know what I'm saying? I don't know a lot of people that just genuinely are funny and that's just how they go through life. They, they make jokes about everything. But um, this particular song was very serious because um, he was just saying, he was explaining how he was in a really bad relationship with somebody who wasn't out, quote unquote. And I don't know if they weren't out, but they were, she was trying to keep him a secret. Mm-hmm. This was recent. This was like last year. He was trying to keep him a secret. He didn't want to go public with it. And the guy was on drugs. He was doing cocaine and all that sort of stuff. So the song. Um, he say all that in the song? He did. Dang, but, I don't, I do not understand music. <laughs> But I was, I listened to him talk about it prior to the song coming out. And so he was just saying how like this song is just him expressing himself, you know, from that situation and how like it just kind of triggered a lot of um, extra trauma from his childhood, you know, because he had to basically hide who he was as a kid because of um, people's religion, his family's religious beliefs and saying that, you know, if you're gay, they probably noticed him doing like some gay stuff or noticed that he was a little you know how it is mm-hmm. and um you know as he was a child it would be like you know if you, it's abomination to be gay if you're gay you go to hell blah, blah blah so he had that in his head the whole time um you know as he's growing up because he knew he was gay he knew that he liked men but he just couldn't really express himself and do that um because in the back of his head he felt like he was gonna go to hell now fast forward to today He's 100% comfortable. It stands in his truth. Now, the video that he just came out with, of course, um, I think that everybody is really going crazy because of the the image of Satan in the video. I think that that's just dumb because, for one, you don't know. I see so many people dressing up as she-devils and, and devils and stuff like that for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't really see a difference because he was really trolling in that video, like giving the devil a lap dance and all this other stuff. But the, the meaning behind it was 
you know, if you're going to sit here and tell me that I'm going to go to hell for being gay and go to hell for the stuff that I'm, I've done, and um, then at this point, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> I'll just go to hell. I mean, he, he he probably don't really mean that shit, but... Yeah, but it's like, this is who I am. So if I'm going to go anyway for being gay, why are you even worried? Yeah. So I just feel like um, the internet just loves to bring in religion when it has something to do with being gay. And I don't think that's fair because there's so many different sins out here. We have pastors who preach the gospel and are freaking child molesters. We have um, domestic situations where people beat on each other. We have people that gamble their money. They go to casinos and stuff all the time and they also gamble online. Um, we have virtual prostitutes, aka OnlyFans. And I'm not I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm just saying that's basically what it is. You're getting money for in exchange for sexual acts online. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just so many different things. I mean, eating pork. Um, masturbation. Premarital masturbation. sex. Having a child outside of marriage. Cursing. Drinking. Smoking. Not praying. Lying. Stealing. So what being are, greedy. Yeah, a gluttony. Yeah. My thing is, Killing. My thing is. I don't understand why anytime it has something to do with being gay, that people just always have to come slap you upside your head. With right, it's like, that is, of thing. all the sins, them new, that's one of the ones that don't bother nobody. No, I mean, it's literally minding your business. Like, honestly, the, being gay or being homosexual has something to do with sexual acts in the bedroom or, you know what I'm saying? Why are you in people's business? It is, yeah. It frustrated me. I, I definitely. So when I saw the video, I swear to God, I didn't think nothing of it. I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, I did think it was weird, but as far as creativity, not because of the satanic part. But when I get on Twitter, I'm like, I know you are lying to me. Yeah. Like, I'm first of all, the devil has been used in so many forms of entertainment in general. And I should have got a list of all the examples before we even started talking about it, but it was, it just was so crazy to me. And I don't see where people get devil worshiping out of that. Like it just didn't make sense. Now I will say the shoes is why I draw the line only because of the image. It insinuates like the 1% of blood and all that. And I don't think that I could ever walk around wearing something with any symbolism of the devil but even then if i don't like it i don't buy it you know what i'm saying it's not even something that's serious and like you said Lil Nas x is known for trolling every single thing that he has done to be successful was a result of him doing something to get attention off of it and he's mastered it and it's working every time that video had 35 million views in a, less than a day and um it's just crazy to me and like you like auto like you know People, it's just crazy how people pick and choose what sin is the is the worst and which one y'all want to call folks out on when y'all living in sin. And we all are living in sin every single day. And it's just not up to you to even be placing somebody on where their final destination is. It just was so crazy. And I'm like, yeah. don't look at the video. Don't buy the shoes. Like, it's just so crazy to me. It's just- Now, now with the shoe stuff. thing, I think that because of the, because of the, um, the context of it, um, and then it just came out right after the video. I think that people was just like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, this is just too much. But um, I have an example. You ever seen, like, people make candles or face sprays and they say, this is a mate. This is, these, this face spray 
is made with 100% boys' tears that they cried. Do you think it's made with tears for real? Yeah. Well, no, you're right. And I don't I don't think it's actual blood, but I saw a YouTuber um, review the shoes. He got a pair and he was just talking about how looking at it made him nauseous. I'm like, then they must have really tried to make it look like blood. And I don't think I'll be okay with that. It's kind of. Yeah. That's what even I'm saying. Then, people do that on Halloween. They put blood on their body. Literally. I'm lit. Oh my God. Like it's just some, so many different things that people like, I don't know. I really hate it. And I really wish people would let this narrative go that they kids can't. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. People. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, and then who was that he called out the other day? Who was that? Was that artist? No, this was like, listen, in Old Town World, I talked about drinking lane and having an affair. And that's what I'm like, clear it out. Clear it out, niece. Exactly. Y'all don't even, the song sound fun, but it's not even a childish. He became, he didn't, I'm sure his intent was not to be an artist to kids. Kids like things that are catchy fun and vibrant that is not that man's responsibility to be raising your child it's like well you need to be having them on youtube kids then okay but anyway we don't spend a lot of time on this topic long story short y'all need to mind your business okay all right next up on the list carisha mama just got out of prison hey home kenya i don't know her but they look just alike so i feel like i do um you know i can't even imagine being somebody that end up in prison for whatever the reason is and then their child literally like hold it down while i'm out because because carisha was talking about when her mama went in she was left with two kids and her son and she was in her early 20s she was like 22 and then her mother goes to prison however many years later and then boom they they millionaires i think that's fine that's amazing um it also and then I know, even when it was going on i didn't really think about it that deep but I, I never realized like the stuff that she had to go through, like especially with her group member being in jail and she had to just hold it down on her own on top of taking care of her sister and her little brother and being pregnant. Yeah. I'm in jail too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it was a lot. I didn't realize that all that was going on. And then on top of that, her son's father died. Yes. Oh my God. All of this. So it's, it's like, and I was just thinking about that. I'm like, honestly, I don't think that I will be able to handle that because that's so much. And then, mind you, all this going on and people dragging her on the internet, calling yeah. her dumb. They really was not here for her when JT went to prison. And it's just, like I was telling you earlier, it's just so fine how Carisha just kind of like turned around. Like, she didn't care what people had to say. And then her literally becoming the favorite for most people. Yeah. Here for it. Yeah, so yeah. I just want to shout out to um Kenya. Um, next I want to talk about something that just happened today. There was a video release of Quavo and Sweetie tussling in the elevator. What's interesting though, when I first saw the video, I saw it on Gossip in the City, and it shows Quavo slinging her on the floor in the elevator, and then her trying to like get off the elevator and him blocking her. But then I go to TMZ where there's a, a clip that's slightly longer, but in the very beginning, you see Sweetie swinging on Quavo. And then I saw it on the shade room and neighborhood talk. And the first thing I want to say before even getting into this topic is I really don't understand why people, why the, why the blogs didn't post the whole video because it was only about a minute and a half. And the reason why I said it is because number one, the video is very short, so it can definitely be posted on Instagram. But number two, it it really does paint Quavo out to be an abuser. Because when I first saw the video, I'm like, uh-uh, what in the world? What's going on? I don't like that. Like, why is he doing her like that? And then I see the video on TMZ where she's like swinging on him and all this other stuff. And not that this takes away any responsibility on Quavo's end, but I think it's very important to show as much as you can show in this situation because it's not like he just randomly threw her on the floor of the elevator. You know what I'm saying? Like I, my thing is, and this is, I'm not here for for, for, for abusers on either end from, from the woman or from the man, but I, I just am curious to know what was he supposed to do to get her to stop hitting him? Yeah. 
And I think that the, it's very damaging how the blogs reported this story because it's, it's going to, it's like, even if they come back and clear it up with the full video, it's already painted Quavo as being like an abuser. And that's not cool. I don't think that's okay. We already have that issue enough in the black community. And I think it's just negative and very poorly tasted to um to put that narrative out there like that. When y'all have the place y'all got the video from have that in the video. Um, child, they already making a think pieces online. Um, I've seen it on Twitter and I'm like, I'm not even going to get into this because I'm going to look like I'm, I'm caping for a, 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 for domestic violence. But, you know, I just, I, I think that it's just, it, this is just goes to show again why y'all should not be idolizing these couples. Whole time y'all want them to be our couples goes and this was going on behind the scenes. And I'm sure they ain't the only time. I'm sure there's been other occasions that just so happen to have it on camera, but it's it's not cool. I don't, hitting anybody in relationship to me personally is not okay, period. From the man or the woman or if it's, uh, you know, lesbian or gay relationship, whatever. But the reason why I brought that up is because I wanted to ask you if you have ever been in a toxic relationship or even abusive relationship. I have never been in necessarily a to- uh, abusive relationship, but toxic relationship, yes. Um, and the thing is, it wasn't even a relationship. It was like a situation. We weren't in a relationship. We, didn't, we weren't like officially dating. But from the beginning, our relationship was just really toxic. Like... Um, it caused a it caused like a breakup in my one of my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, I think that we just used to argue so much, and then like it was just very like one sided. But I just I was so. Uh, let me just tell you a, a scenario. So apparently, when we first started dating or talking, he was living with his boyfriend. Mm. Okay. So he told me that he was single and he had a roommate. So I went to go visit him. And when I got there, I was outside talking to him in front of his apartment. His boyfriend had got there and saw us and just kind of like was looking at us. And I guess he texted him and was like, oh, this is my homeboy or something. And the boy- Did you know the boyfriend? No. Okay. So he was like, yeah, that's my roommate or whatever. So I didn't think nothing of it. Um, it came out years later. He he told the truth. He was like, "Yeah, that, I actually was dating that person." After I told him, like I felt it. I said something in my spirit is just telling me that that's not your roommate. Yeah, but, I'm sure you could tell just by the contact on when he got a car. Yeah, so I he was like, "Oh no, no, no!" And I was like, yeah, "Of course." Um, I found out that he was using drugs, like hard drugs. That was this was the end of us. This was the end of us. Like it was so much that happened before this part, but this is just where I drew the line. Mm-hmm. So um we went to a bar. Like we, he wanted he wanted to go out and just chill. So um we found a bar that had like hookah and drinks. So we ended up going there and, and um ironically one of my friends was the bartender. So when we got to the door um we were you know about to get pat down for ID check and the girl who was at the front um she was a little bit aggressive but I mean in my opinion, anybody that's a security guy is aggressive. Like, yeah, they are. Going inside of a bar or something, they're a little bit aggressive. It wasn't really like something that bothered me, but he didn't like the way that she was handling me, I guess. And he burnt her with a cigarette because he was like smoking a cigarette. Excuse me? <laughs> and he took it and literally burnt her on the arm. Like, well, just- I don't stepped on a lit cigarette before, and baby, it ain't for the week. In my head, I'm like, we're not going to be able to get in here. You know, I'm like, let's just go. 
He like, no, we finna go in here. What are you doing? What? So y'all just supposed to go in like nothing ain't just happened? He literally pushed her to the side and we went in there and sat at the bar. No, so, man. I would have been looking around every five seconds, make sure security ain't coming to escort us out. What's she do? They were arguing for a little minute, but I mean, she's a woman. Like, whether she was a lesbian or not. Like, no, no, I'm just saying, how does she handle the situation, him burning her? Because that's assault. Yeah, she. they argued. They didn't. She didn't do too much. They didn't, you know. Oh, wow. Okay. So we sat down. And I was talking to my friend and I was just letting her know, like, I was like, I need to leave here. Like, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, he already fucked up my vibe, but he's mad at me because I don't want to be there no more. So Which is crazy because, sir, you just um burned someone with a cigarette. First of all, you shouldn't be smoking cigarettes with your nasty stinking behind, but go ahead. So then he apologized, of course. So then he bought us drinks and then I'm still not wanting to be there, but I'm just talking to my friend at this point because, you know, I'm in here with her. And this is a bar that's like very, it was, it, it wasn't gay. It wasn't a gay bar, but I'm not really ashamed of being out in public, especially at a straight bar. But I also know that in certain neighborhoods, it's not safe for me to be showing PDA to another guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that shit is just going to just go left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. So, he was trying to like hug on me at the bar and I said something like, you know, just chill out like this, whatever. And so he was like, no. <laughs> he was just like, no, I mean, I'm not doing that. So another one of my friends came in there, which is her friend and we all started talking. So he's being aggressive to the girl he, that just walked up. He's like, I'm just not understanding. You need to tell him that he need to be with me. And she's listening to him and she's trying to help him understand. The whole time she's talking, he pulls out a bag of cocaine and he's takes his phone and he's like crushing up the bag of cocaine okay, no. on, on the table. Keep in he mind- He smokes cigarettes and do cocaine. Keep in mind, I have never seen him do anything besides smoke weed. I didn't even know he smoked cigarettes. But um, the cigarette thing makes sense because most people that do cocaine or do something like that, they always smoke cigarettes to kind of keep the high up. So I'm like, cause I didn't know he smoked cigarettes. So- right. Um, after that, I was just like, we got to get out of here because we're in a public place and you're doing this. And then I didn't know that you did this. And this is, it's just such a time. Right, I'm learning a lot about you. I was just trying to go get some drinks. Yeah. And mind you, this is like two and a half years in on and off. Oh this my God. Been, Yeah. This is a lot. Like, and so I dropped him off at home and I just told him, I was like, what's that about? He was like. I didn't even do it. It's still in my thing. It's still in my pocket. And I said, I said, but the thing is you do do it. And I said, that's something that you should tell people. I said, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I'm not judging you about it, but I just personally know that drugs really do change people's perspective and um, it can kind of alter your thoughts sometimes. And I just need to be prepared. You know, I just don't know why you didn't tell me this. And he was like, and he literally took the bag and threw it out the window. He was like, I won't even do it. How about that? And I was like, but you do it. It's like, giving sociopath. You know you want to go pick that up, first of all. You Like, he was trying to kick it to me like this was his first time doing it or something. Like, I don't know. It was just really crazy. It was traumatizing to just see that in front of my face. I hated it. Like, and that was like one of the only, whatever, well, it was the second one. I had another one too, but that was just a short, a shortened version of my... Uh, now... 
toxic relationship. Was there other behaviors that y'all had amongst each other though in that relationship, like arguing a certain stuff that was not healthy? Um, we argued a lot. We did. Um, but I think that mostly for for the most part, his problem was that he didn't like my friend. They went to high school together. He didn't like my friend. So anytime he would see he he would see us out together. He would either text us from like an anonymous number and say stuff like, look at Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> what? What you mean? Who was he talking about? Me and my friend. He would always say that I was dumb because I ended up going back to be his friend. But I'm like, well, this is my friend. I met him before I even met you. And the only reason we're not friends is because of you. You know what I'm saying? And, and we ended up getting back cool. So he didn't like that. He didn't want him around me at all. So when he, whenever he would see us out in public, he would he would like spy on us. Like we used to go to it, it got to a point where I couldn't even shop at the quote unquote good Walmart by my house. Okay. That Walmart is not good, but I understand. North Decatur Road. Oh, was, okay. I'm thinking about okay, my bad. Yeah, I couldn't even shop at the good Walmart by my house because I was so scared that I was gonna run into him. Because every time I go up there, he would be there. Cause we kind of lived in the same area. Yeah. And so um, this one time, this one time we we went there and he didn't even care. Like he he said, okay, this time I don't care. I'm walking up to them. So he walked up to us and he said, I'm going to try to be, he said this to my friend first. He said, I'm going to try to be nice to you. Let's just, let's just, let's just be, be an adult. So he was like, hello, how are you? How you doing? And my friend was just like, not doing that. So he was just like, hi, how are you? And and um, it just went left. They started arguing in the store. He started like oh, trying, started oh, chasing yeah. him, like trying to fight him in the store, like all type of stuff. He was mad at me because um, I wouldn't like hug on him in front of the boy. He was like, are you trying to act in front of him? This is what's gonna piss me off. Like. It was crazy. I met his mom, I met his grandma, his granddad. So in my head, I'm thinking that this is going to go somewhere. Honey, don't trust them. I'm sure you know that now, but yeah, like that. to be nice to somebody. Yeah, like he he definitely introduced me to his whole family, his sisters. Um, I did his sister's makeup for prom. Like we took like group pictures to help prom. I went to his granddad, grandma's birthday party, met his granddad. Um, and then at one point in time, he said that he was going to go to the army. So he was trying to, he was telling his grandma, like, you know, once he get good and settled, he wanted to get married in the army. He wanted to marry me and all this other stuff. It was just a lot. Very, oh very toxic. Just the thought of it is very triggering. Like, I just, it's bad. And I think that the part that I really hate about relationships like that um, is that when you're going through it, you know that it's wrong, but then like my brain for some reason just wanted to go back to him. And I'm that's like, exactly what I was about to say. What made you like keep pursuing it, especially if it was a situation? And it's not me trying to shame you. I'm genuinely like, yeah, and knowing like why would you keep? I don't know because I mean even because I think that what it was that when we had good times, we had really good times, and the good times outweigh the bad. Of course, I'm yeah. sure that's like something that everybody always says that sounds so cliche you know what i'm saying but i mean that was true like whenever we were around each other and we were having a good time like our conversations were just different and we enjoyed each other's company and like 
you know, like I said, at one point in time, I thought that we were going to go somewhere just because he introduced me to his family. I never had nobody do that to me before, willingly, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm like, wow, like, he must really take me serious. His mom loves me. His mom calls me. His, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, his mom was like, would like, call me, check up on me. Then, of course, I met his grandparents. and his She probably calling for him. Where he at? Let me just see. Yeah, it was crazy. So I can make sure my baby can go enjoy his date. I just didn't know. Like, I, you know, it was just good. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know, everybody all got their little... Um, yeah, you start convincing yourself it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm like, everybody had their way. So, you know, should I just deal with it and just kind of like work around it and just try to help him find himself and just help him be a better person? But you <laughs> One thing I had to learn is you cannot help somebody be a better person they they have to make that decision themselves it has and it's and if you dealing with it then that means every person before you dealt with it as well and we very grown we grown enough to have been in situations where we should have learned lessons trust me i know now <laughs> all right well i feel like i've only i i've only really been in one toxic relationship and honestly looking back i mean it was toxic but it also had it just was weird. So basically this person was just a rude person in general, just, but in a comedic way. So you can't always tell if that's what, like, if he was trying to be funny, but it, I just remember several circumstances where he would say something to me or embarrass me. And I'd be like, why are you acting like that? Cause when we, like you said, when it's good, it's good. Right. And so I'm thinking like, why are you doing it? Why are you treat me like that? Blah, blah, blah. And it got to the point where I really had to realize like this man does not like me. And I don't know why we in a relationship. Um, but it just kind of, it just was one of those things for about a year and a half. I spent a lot of time trying to, trying to convince him that I was a good person to be with. And I always was a good person, but I shouldn't have had to prove that to nobody. And he knew that as well, but he just was entertaining me still all these. And it is, this was my first time really in what I thought was a serious relationship. So I'm thinking it's just how it go. Like, hey, don't you see? Like, look, I'm a good woman. I do these things. I do this. I do that. I offer all this. And I'm buying you gifts. And we going on all the best dates you could possibly think of. And it's just me trying to prove myself to him. Trying to kind of, kind of like trying to be accepted for my own man. Yeah. When, when in reality, it was never going to be that. Now, I didn't know that. I didn't know better. And I really have never really gone to people for relationship advice. So in my mind, I'm just thinking like, you know what? Stay down. You know what I'm saying? He don't do this, this, and that. So just, you know, ride it out. But really, that's what it was. It was very short-lived. And it's so crazy now looking back. I really thought a year and a half was a lot of time invested in a relationship. And honey, that that's if you can exceed a year, then you good in, in a lot of cases. But in that situation, it's like, that ain't nothing, girl. Get your you, the, the year pass next. You know what I'm saying? But when you young, I was like 21, 22. You really be thinking that stuff and to be all in for life. It's so crazy and foolish to think that. And not saying that you can't be in a relationship at that age and it'd be forever, but it's not likely. And it's not, it's honestly not fair to you to expect that or to be looking for that. Yeah. And I had to learn that. I had to learn what a good man was about and what he looked like, how to identify him and who, and you know, what kind of man to entertain because I just really used to be sold on that as long as he not cheating thing. And that's not fair whatsoever. Um, now I will, you know, I was in a situation that I will, I to say it was toxic it just was one of those things where i was very green huh it was toxic you think so yeah i guess i don't remember but 
I think, and the reason why I even say that is because I was, I was very green at one point in my life where I, I thought everybody wanted to be in a relationship. And so I would tag, I would, I would carry on with whatever he say, like, oh, I ain't, you know, I ain't ready for no relationship right now. Just stay down, shout it. And I'm gonna get there, you know what I'm saying? Look out for you. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I accepted this in my head. Like, okay, it's cool. I'm just gonna, you know, keep being a good girl, a good woman. And then of course you have other women who coming out talking about oh this this and that you start putting two and two together and i i mean that's why why you think it was toxic only because you had drama with him and y'all wasn't together yeah i used to be like i got boyfriend drama i ain't got no boyfriend yeah yeah that was toxic as hell i guess for me when i see things like when i think about this thing with sweetie and a lot of situations i've seen other women in where they really be like cussing each other out cussing out talking about their mama calling them pussy and weak like to me that's I would never do that and that's not me trying to be a pick me but to me when I see stuff like that I'm like maybe I ain't been in that bad of a relationship because good lord but people really do be boxing their partner out and cussing them out and try to minimize them I just think that's very insane now I have I've never gotten into a fight like a physical fight with any of the people that I was dating but I did have this situation that ended um because we were talking and I, he, he came, he came back in town from, and I had to go get him from the airport where he asked me to. So I picked him up. He got back, he landed and he was hungry. And at this time, like, you know, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I'm like, okay, we'll figure out what you want to eat. Cause I'm not finna waste no gas. I'm not finna just be driving around mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever. Just let me know what you want to eat. I'll let you know the options that's in the area. Cause we were in my apartment. And we can just go to go from there. He started throwing a tantrum so bad to the point where, like, um, I used to collect sneakers. I still do kind of, but I used to be really, 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 really into collecting sneakers. So I um I tried to copy Wish's Wish's little idea and get bookshelves and use the bookshelves as shoe racks. Mm-hmm. So I did, I put that in my living room, and this boy started taking my shoes off the shoe rack and throwing them at me oh no oh all no because, all because he was hungry <laughs> he was hangry that's crazy that's very childish see i don't i feel like when it comes to stuff like that i swear to god i'm gonna play it cool and all that before so the situation can end and you will not hear from me again stuff like that to me is scary and i think about times i've been talking to dudes and I, I've never had my hands put on, but it's definitely times where I can be, be like, you know, if he get mad enough, he definitely gonna swing on me. I, and that'd be, I, I'd be scared. I don't like that. Yeah, like... Have you ever fought in public? Like, got into an argument in public? Yeah, this one time I had left your house when we was leaving. Um, It was on Valentine's Day. And I don't know where we went. But um, I don't know where I was living at, actually. And where was I living? Parker and Briar. Oh, this is a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. So um I left. I went and got subway from Greenbrier. And I got on the bus and I was leaving. I don't know if I was going to my sister's house. Maybe I was going home. I definitely was living in Stone Mountain if you was living in Park Greenbrier. Anywho, long story short, I got on the bus and this one guy who I was dating recently at that time, um, we broke up on some real like just crazy stuff but it was like one of those high school relationships where y'all only talked on the phone y'all never went on no <laughs> you know how that go yeah Yo, you really be thinking like dang it's the one 
So I got off the train station and and you know, like if you catch the bus in front of Park and Greenbrier, you mm-hmm. either, you can either go towards Lakewood or you can go towards East Point mm-hmm. train station. So I got on the other side and I went to East Point train station. When I got off the bus, he was getting on the bus. Mm-hmm. Now he stayed in my neighborhood. Nah, he was going to see somebody because he had flowers and chocolate. It was Valentine's Day. And he won't come to see me. The soda just ended up on him. I had a cherry coke and Dang, I don't blame you though, honestly. Yeah, we got into it at the train station, and then we almost got locked up. I lied and said I was underage. I said I was 16 and I was really 19 or 18. Um, I lied and said I was underage and that I was uh, um that I was from New Orleans. I have came here from for because of Katrina. And um <laughs> <laughs> okay okay keep going <laughs> i honestly i was 16 years old didn't have an id and i came here from new orleans and i'm I, i'm only here because of katrina with my family mm-hmm. and they allowed me to go home because otherwise if i said i was 18 i was gonna go to jail for fighting at the train station mm-hmm. Dang, that's crazy. I don't think, I feel like every time I had an opportunity to argue in public, I just used to get quiet. Cause I don't like that embarrassment, man. And my, my, though, that one toxic relationship I had, he used to embarrass me. And I'm, I'm just thinking back, like, I just used to be like, all right, okay, all right. I'm so and glad this over. What? That relationship. At the time, I didn't even think it was that bad, though, because I think that. You used to be like you. You actually really liked him, so I, you know, and my, it was very one sided. And I, it's the gag is I ain't even like him at first. Ain't that ain't that a trip? You mean to tell me that I ain't we ain't like each other? And you ain't no oh my god. But this oh, anyway, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I really did like him, but I just didn't know better either, man. I just didn't know, you know growing up I used to just I always knew I didn't like street dudes and so I would just stay away from them kind of dudes and so when I would meet a guy that wasn't from the streets I would automatically assume that he's a nice guy and that he was a good guy as far as relationship wise so if I meet a guy and he seems to check off these boxes I would just go with it but yeah I just used to, I just tried to make it work I just really tried to make it work and it it's just so it's so crazy what you so it's just okay I, I, it's funny when you think about each year of your life in certain situations you really think at that point that you had it all figured out for the most part but that's just where your 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 knowledge was limited at but then after a situation it's like it takes situations like that to really know who you are and what you want because I uh, what I want today is pretty much what I wanted then. I just didn't think it was realistic or obtainable, and so yeah. I would try to. I would get these little. I would, first of all, I shouldn't expect. Listen, and I I want to teach my kids this if I have any. Just listen. You know how they tell you, look, you too young to be dating. Enjoy your life. I need them to break it down. Why? Because you actually don't know what you're doing, and you. I mean, it's okay to be in a serious situation, but just don't count on this to be your forever. Because time, nine times out of ten, it won't be. Like, just have fun. Literally, like, go on dates, meet people, hang with your friends. But like, putting your all into it and expecting a 19, 20, 21 year old man to do right by you is not realistic or fair. So it's like, 
I didn't think that I, I when I was 21 I thought time to find my husband because in my mind in high school I'm like by 25 I'm gonna be married I'm gonna have a house I'm gonna have kids I'm gonna be in my career and that's just not realistic it might have happened for somebody but it definitely wasn't happening for me and it was never in the cards for it to happen and here I am 32 and I'm just now really thinking about having kids and 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 and, and getting married it's like you just kind of got to take the expectations off yourself and stop making everything so serious because it that's how people be having those young toxic relationships it's like you be because uh, I think women, we not necessarily groomed, but we are all, we are raised to kind of want those things, want marriage, want this, want that. While men, for what it seems, they're taught this independence. So we have the even in high school relationships, you have this serious expectations, these gifts, and all this stuff from a man who don't even brush his teeth two times a day or take a bath when he's supposed to. So it's just like it's just backwards. I think for me, um, growing up or just just dating in general, just my experience with dating after a while. Um, especially after my my last real relationship, I felt like I needed to date somebody that came from the hood or that could relate to me from the hood because um, the people that I've dated before, um, they didn't really come from the hood. And I always just felt judged, especially in my last relationship. And so I don't like feeling like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I don't consider myself just the most hoodest person walking around, but I do know that I, I know where I'm from. I know what I sound like. I know what I'm into. I know what I like. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just a product of, where, how, of how I grew up. But that doesn't mean that I'm stupid or I don't know anything or I'm not smart or I'm not capable of learning new things or being exposed to different things or have already been exposed to stuff. Because, like, um, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, even though I didn't... Um, you know, I had a hard time in high school at one point, but that is, but I remember my mom like sending me away to a camp in North Carolina, like a, a freaking biology camp and stuff like that. I talk different. I understand that. Like I don't have the same dialect as somebody that grew up in the suburbs, but I don't fucking, I'm not stupid. Yeah. But me um, trying to find somebody that's, that's, I guess hood or from the hood that could understand me does not work out because you see what happened the last well, time. Well, that's what I used to want. I used to think like corporate thug, literally, but I don't mean thug, literally. I just mean hood enough to have made it out and still have the same kind of perspective as me. But in reality, that's very narrow. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I realize that now. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm just kind of going with the flow and just trying things out because I feel like I'm blocking my own blessings by boxing myself in onto what I think that I want. Yeah. You know yeah, I can understand that. I, I mean, it's like, but, you do want to be attracted to the person, but I do think you can restrict yourself with certain expectations, but don't let that lead to you settling because I remember I used to have these expectations and I was, and I was with a person and he didn't really check a lot of them, but I convinced myself that those things were maybe superstitious. I mean, not superstitious. Those things were superficial. And then I end up realizing I should have been superficial. <laughs> Dang. It's complicated, man. I just feel like if you meet somebody and like, I, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I think of the you should absolutely have a wish list, but it's so complex because it's like, so you, like, it's just not likely that somebody will check all the marks. There are some things that you will realize are not as important. But there's nothing wrong with having that list, though, because you don't want to, you know, if you... Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely have standards, and I definitely have, like, things that I'm definitely not settling for. But at mm -hmm. the same time, I have to allow people to be human beings, and I have to allow myself to just stop being so judgmental, because at the end of the day, that's what it is. I'm literally judging people without knowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm having 
high standards on certain subjects, on certain things. But in reality, I'm like, I can't be like that. Like, I can't just prejudge people before whatever. Yeah, I definitely have, Um, in, like, years ago, I've definitely met dudes and curved them instantaneously and then look back and being like, dang, I probably should have gave him a chance. Not me, girl. <laughs> I just play well, no, I don't mean like like it might be something like he um might be too suburban because that really used to be a huge turn off. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> but, you know, that's that wasn't a time where I had not been exposed to that enough. So just like people might hear us talk and think we're not te- intelligent. I would hear people like them and think that they think they better than me. So it's just like I don't want to be with nobody like that. And I still kind of struggle with that a little bit. But I, it's just like, huh? I said me too. So, yes, yeah, so I just think that you just kind of got to, you know, we, we it's easier said than done. I think you just kind of at least have a conversation with people, you know what I'm saying, instead of just completely marking them off. But, you know, I think that that's the point. That's why it's so important to be friends with somebody first, because there's no there's nothing holding you or, or obligating you. But some a lot of times people just move faster than they should because they get excited and then you skip over the importance. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. And that was a reading. By Maya Angelou. Like the blood pressure. <laughs> From a black woman. Eating pork her whole life. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I think that was a good discussion. What you think? Um, it is. It just rem- it just also made me realize that I got a long way to go in this dating world, to be honest. And I'm not mad at it. I mean dating is just hard, man. It is. It's like you gotta find one person out there that you like and it's gonna make you happy. And you gotta basically ha- test it out. And there might be a potential of heartbreak and toxicity and you won't know that until you give it a chance. Who wanna do that? Yeah. I need to um maybe I'll maybe I'm gonna start having like first dates to therapists. Okay, no, nah, I don't know about that. But maybe, you know, um, I don't know, man. I don't even have a rule because um I've only to me, I've only had two quote unquote good relationships. And I've had about four or five all together. And I mean I will subject those to age. Like being anything before 25 was a joke. I I thought it was serious, but it really wasn't. Um, I've had I've had all my relationships were good. It just they just ended in really weird ways every time. That's the thing. Like, I'm very grateful for the people that I used to date, and I'm cool with all of them for the most Mm-mm. part. Hold on now. Hold on now. The people that I actually had relationships with, I have like speaking relationships with them. Like, I can speak to them online or I can speak to them when I go out. It's not like I just kiki with them all the time, you know, but. Um, See, my problem, no, mind. I feel you. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, baby. Hey, I know, I already know. <laughs> but you know, I um I think that I've just learned to just to just really I'm a really forgiving spirit these days. Like I, I hold grudges. I used to. Like I used to hold grudges really bad. But I think that now I realize that I can't really move forward and grow into a, a you know a different person as long as I hold grudges. Like I need to learn to forgive people. But I don't have to fuck with them. You know, trying the same thing out, getting the same results, expecting different results is insanity. Don't be insane. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, that wraps our episode of OD Podcast. Um, if y'all didn't already realize, we are no longer on SoundCloud. And if you hear this right now, it's because you never used it to begin with. Um, it's interesting because I've been noticing a lot of podcasts, podcasts peeling away from SoundCloud. 
Um, I think that just made an easier entryway initially, but there's so many platforms now. Um, I just found something a little bit more seamless, a lot more seamless and way cheaper. So hallelujah. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. Um, let us know if you have any topic suggestions. Send us an email at listenodp at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's it. Man, what's up? I love the fact that we recorded in two different time zones right now. I don't know why I think that's so cool. Yeah, heck yeah, it's 2021. People was recording remotely before that too, which is funny, but you know, COVID kind of really reintroduced the idea of doing stuff like this. I gotta go eat. I gotta find myself. What you finna eat, Benny Boss Child? Either that or I'm getting that shrimp burrito again on the truck. I can't do burritos. They're just too messy and big. And Listen, this shrimp burrito, I'm going to go get that. I'm going to get both. Send me a picture. Let me see what it look like. I sure will. All right. Bye. Bye.